like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host... Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shift Happens. I am Karen Weary, and we are here to make shift happen in your life. We are always here to talk about things that are practical that you can implement because there are so many things out there that are coming out that you may not have heard about yet, or maybe there are buzzwords and uh, things that are so fresh and new that most people don't really know it. And there's so many things that we can do to help us get better, heal our bodies, heal our minds, and just begin to soar. And uh, today I have with me my co-host, Jessica Durrell. Hey, well, hello, everyone. And, and yeah, welcome to today's show. I'm so excited about today's show. Um, you know, we're going to talk about holistics, which is perfect for shift happens. And what I really like about today's show is we have a guest with us that's um, a, what is exactly an APRN, but um, she's, she's going to tell us how she integrates both holistic with, um, reg- with a regular doctor information, but to give you a really rel- well-rounded um, health checkup. So without further ado, let me go right ahead and introduce Karen. This is Karen Kelly. She was born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, She got her Bachelor's of Science in Nursing in 2007 at the University of Memphis. She relocated to Florida, which is where I crossed paths with her. So I'm so excited that we did. Um, And she spent 12 years of her nursing career working as an RN in emergency services. Then in 2017, she completed her family nurse practitioner program through uh, South University of Savannah, Georgia, graduating with a master's of science in nursing. And she currently works as a family nurse practitioner at a whole whole family health care where she enjoys focusing on primary health care needs of uh, the individual patients that she works with. And she implements an integrative approach for disease prevention, chronic disease management. I love it. Karen incorporates and emphasizes the healing power of natural and holistic measures for her patients. So I'm going to um, introduce Karen Kelly right now. Karen, uh, welcome to the show. And and you guys, today we have a Karen and a Karen. So yes, I sort of fumbled a little while I was introducing Karen because we were talking before we got on and, and we were trying to figure out how not to confuse everybody. Um, but Karen Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, first of all, um, so where did the passion to go down the road that you went down start? So I've, all, I'm, I've always known that I wanted to be a nurse, um, but I think one of the 
as you become a nurse and a registered nurse, getting my, my bachelor's degree many years ago, um, one of the biggest things was I went into, you have to do a, a clinical rotation where you have to actually pass medications to patients on the floor. So you actually act as a nurse on the floor during your, um, it's a preceptorship. And I remember holding about 12 or 13 medications for just one patient Wow! for one wow. time. Um, that's their morning medication. So these are, you know, elderly patients that, and every single pill I had to get out and, infer, and recite in front of my instructor. This is what this medication is for. This is the class that it's from. This is what it interacts with. And then my next question would be, I don't understand why this patient has to take 13 medications. Right. You know, so it's always been from, from that moment baffling to me that instead of focusing on what's really going on, we're just giving a pill for every ill. And then we have, you know, a population of elderly people who are, have pills and pills and pills that they have to take for every single organ system. So my goal is to try to really get down and find out how can we prevent this? Mm. What, what can we do to change the way our healthcare system works so that we don't have to pass 13 medications to our patients for every little organ system, you know, in later stages of life? You know, that's, yeah. that's such a, that's so incredibly eye-opening because, you know, and you um, obviously recognize that while you were young, you know, I, I mean, I think in, in my holistic journey, which for me, honestly, started later <laughs> in life, I mean, it yeah. did, um, I didn't realize when you step back and think about the impact that, that pills have on the body, you know, and then the fact that you were working with people that needed 13 of them, I mean, you know, just imagine walking down, you know, the, the, the aisle of the drugstore and picking up 13 different over-the-counter things and then taking them all at once. Who would ever do that? Yeah. I mean, really, who would ever do that and think that after doing that, you were going to feel good? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, the, and again, welcome to the show, because the one thing that, you know, you do that Karen and I are so into is it's about the body and it's about allowing the body to heal and, and not interfering with the natural processes. And, you know, one of the reasons that I really, uh, wanted to have you on the show is because, um, I see a holistic doctor, but you see, the people that you see start really young. I mean, you have patients that could, that was one of my first questions. So potentially if a parent, and I've come across parents who now want to go holistic with their children, uh, you know, what ages are you seeing? So kids I'm, come in? I see all patients. I don't discriminate age, um, any type of medical history diagnosis that they've previously had um, as a primary care practicing nurse practitioner, um, I'm kind of like the gatekeeper. I'll see anyone from infant to, you know, later stages of life. And there's really nothing that would prevent someone from coming in to see me. Um, for example, you know, a, a newborn visit or a well child visit, or that's really the, the best time to get the parents on board because that's when we start instilling, um, diet into and routine and really start encouraging these parents to feed their children food that's going to function for their bodies so that they don't end up with, you know, obesity and 
ADHD is another one that, you know, we see. And if we can get a hold of these young kids um, as they're progressing through life and re-educate the parents, then we can kind of get everyone on board and hopefully get everyone healthier and prevent chronic disease that we know is preventable. Mm -hmm. And it's really quite easy to prevent a lot of these things, isn't it? This is true. I mean, there are (laughs) some things that are, you know, we say you're you're genetically predispositioned to. But more and more research is showing that, you know, just because diabetes runs in your family, that doesn't mean that you have to develop diabetes in the future. Right. We have to adjust a few of your lifestyle or behavior eating pattern um, and we can get you back on track. Yeah. Epigenetics. We know that's a fact. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I just love and I love so much of what you just said, um, especially um, that we're not necessarily predispositioned for mm-hmm. our family history. Um, you know, that family history is really what got me interested in the holistic side of, um, and health in general. I mean, my family history is really not ideal. I mean, I, I lost my mom almost 20 years ago to pancreatic cancer. I have a dad who's a colon cancer survivor. My brother's diabetic. I have an aunt who's di- I mean, you know, it, it goes on and on. And, you know, the one thing that I see in all of them, A, is that they just don't take care of themselves. And, you know, I can put my father aside because he does, um, you know, you can, we all know you can take care of yourself and unfortunately cancer can still sort of find its way. But, you know, that prompted me to just start taking care of myself. And then, and then in that journey, I came across what I do, but I love that it doesn't have to be a mystery because there are, um, family nurse practitioners that you can, you can reach out to who can, like you said, Karen, um, take you from the beginning if, if you have that. So tell people, um, I know, you know, when we were talking and, and I got some notes from you, um, you wanted to sort of explain the role of a family nurse practitioner. Um, especially as it relates to primary care. So go ahead and, and make that distinction. So that, I think that just to clarify everything, um, a family nurse practitioner does absolutely everything that your primary care, your general practitioner, whoever you go see right now, I can do all of those very same things. There's a few exceptions um, with prescribing um, that just kind of go into the type of license that you carry or the type of medication it is. But again, in the holistic world, we're not trying to get you on medicine. We're trying to get you off. That's mm-hmm. the goal here. Yes. But in terms of it, a day in the life of family nurse practitioner, you're going to come to my office. I'm going to be able to do a full physical head to toe exam. So whether that's your routine lab work that I need to order, I need to order imaging if necessary. Some people provide prefer you know alternative options and we can do that. And that's where mm-hmm. the integration comes in. Um, but I'm, I'm going to treat you just like your primary care doctor. I can provide referrals. I can treat, manage, diagnose. Um, all things primary care, um, I'm licensed to do so. Hmm. And so how does that work with regards to, uh, because then you have, uh, you work in an office with a doctor, an MD, right? And is the MD then integrated too or? So Yes. So at Whole Family Healthcare, um, there are, it's really, there's two medical professional, medical doctors there, um, and they kind of do their own, they have their own specialty. One is a cancer support program. One does um, hormone balancing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do, as a nurse practitioner, do have a collaborating agreement. So that is part of kind of, if I need to reach out for medical 
advice or, hey, this patient, um, can we talk about this patient? He's available and there for me. Um, and then we have a group of acupuncturists who each have and add a special um, holistic option there. So my role is kind of um, bring the patient in, figure out what's going on, whether it's a wellness check or, you know, they have a specific issue that we need to treat. And, and sometimes I can manage all of that stuff with just me and, and what I do. Um, and sometimes I do have to reach out and say, you know, this one we do need to refer. Um, so we're all integrated and in that we all work together um, with integrative care plans. There's not many there's not many nurse practitioners in the family nurse world in the Western world, we'll call it, that are going to reach out to the acupuncturist for a care plan. In addition to that, you know, Western base that I have as well to bring to the table. So we're really trying to take the best of both worlds and kind of merge them together gently so that we can take the best care of the patient. And I call it kind of the whole body approach, the whole body assessment. And, um, and, and just really incorporate those holistic measures into, you know, all of my training, which has primarily been all, you know, the best of the West, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I love how you, so when you, you're integrating the best of Eastern as well and, and take that whole approach there. And so when you do that, are you, um, do you kind of lay out a treatment plan and give people an options? Like, what do you like? What, what, what? I do. So, so I like to follow guidelines. Um, so I do let the patient know for, you know, based on age and all of the, you know, the United States preventative task force or whichever board of guidelines that I'm following, I do let the patient know this is the recommendation. You know, you're 45 years old, you don't have risk factors, it's time for a colonoscopy. Or I do line that out for them, and I do make sure that we don't skip on certain screenings and labs and things like that. We have to do that to make sure that you're taking care of, you know, not just physically, um, or more so. We just we can't skip anything, you know. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. And there, and what I'm kind of noticing is that most of the we'll call it functional medicine or integrative medicine, they don't have they don't incorporate that Western part that I think is so important. It's so important to have both and almost like a dance. They must, you know, interact together and, and together that is where I think we get the whole health, you know? So I do, I, I give the patient a realistic healthcare plan. I may prescribe their mammogram for them, or perhaps they've been on blood pressure for years and I need to keep them on it for a while until we can, get them coached into a nutritional program. And that's, that's kind of where all the other pieces go. I don't know too many. And I have worked in, in other settings that weren't integrative. And we don't have time in that setting uh, prior to coming into the holistic zone. We don't have time to sit there with each patient and go over every single little detail because we're so busy and it's driven by numbers and codes and things of that nature. And I need to, I, my goal is to step away from that and look at the patient as who they are individually. What are their needs? I'll draw their labs. I'll do everything that we need to do from per the guidelines. And then once we get these, you know, puzzle pieces together, we will then develop a plan that's going to incorporate a holistic approach. So I'm going to give them both care plans. That's the difference. I'm going to diet supplements. Um, 
different kind of things that your your primary care doctor probably doesn't have time to sit down and really go over and, and, and inform you. And the more we can inform our patients, the more they are likely to be compliant and take care of themselves. Yeah, no kidding. Imagine that bedside manner. <laughs> That's Jeez. probably about 90% of it right <laughs> there. And yeah, no kidding. I am super excited to have to be sharing this that we are having uh, integrative medicine that mixes Western and other kinds of holistic uh, types of uh, care and for the best part of helping the body do what it needs to do. And now we are going to take a short break with a couple of messages and then we will be back with more from our ARNP, uh, Kelly. Kelly. Oh my God. Karen <laughs> Kelly. Karen <laughs> Kelly. Your name is right there. Hello. Okay. Yes. And where we're going to learn more about integrative health. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Insights Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. And we are back with Shift Happens. And today we are talking about integrative health with ARNP Karen Kelly. And it is, we are super excited, Jessica and I, because... This is just, this is right up our alley. We love when we are talking with people about options and about tapping into our body's own ability to to heal and prevention, which is something that is a huge miss in Western medicine generally. And I love how you talked about, Karen, how when you were doing your preceptor, 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 whatever. 
Yeah, that. <laughs> in training. <laughs> and you notice how giving the elderly 12, 13 pills oh, just in gosh. one dose. That was one time a day. And, and so that probably came several times a day. And then you realize, you know, this is not really cool. What, what are we doing to these poor old elderly people? So, and you know, at a time when, I mean, you just imagine, and we all realize at a time when the, the human body is slowing down. So it's not processing things the way it did when we were younger. And, you know, and the body needs to be, to be able, you know, to process whatever you put into it. I mean, that's why I do what I do. I'm my, my, my whole line is blood flow. I have my medical device called Beamer and it's all about getting the blood flowing, the microcirculation. So I'm very aware that especially with good blood flow, anything you ingest, whether it be orally or on your skin is going to get all throughout your body. So imagine now you've got, you know, you've got this body that doesn't have good blood flow. So now you're packing all kinds of junk on top of it, thinking it's going to get someplace in this poor person's body to make them feel better. There's just, there's just no, that blows my mind. So, (laughs) Um, but what I love, and when we were sort of on break, is we were talking to Karen Kelly um, about the fact that she does offer the holistic and the Western, and and so that you it's can go to one doctor. I was you know sharing my experience that I have two, which is fine with me because I have two wonderful people that are helping me through my journey. But how great that right now we have an option. We've sort of you know moved in a direction where people want to integrate their health and they understand how important it is to try and do things naturally, but that there are things that we need. So Karen, you know, talk to us about sort of how you've seen that trend and, you know, maybe how people that are coming to you are, are expressing, you know, what they expect from their experience with you. That's a a really good question. And, um, most of the patients that are coming to me are, are, they've been to holistic practitioners before. And their experience is very different because when they go to their holistic practitioner, they're not going to offer them the options that I'm, I'm also going to add on there. Mm -hmm. So like you, you have two, you have your general practitioner and you have your holistic. I'm going to do both. I'm going to do everything from your general practitioner standpoint. And then I'm going to, in addition to really educate you. And I think that's where, what really differentiates me is that every patient gets a whole lot of time with me and I spend time getting to know every detail. We have a, a 16 page intake form and it sounds crazy, but it asks you questions like what type of deodorant do you wear? Like that's how personal I need to know in order to really take care of you mentally, mm-hmm. physically, spiritually, emotionally, and in every way. So a lot of times people have ongoing medical problems and sure, fine, your doctor writes the script here. Just go get some labs. We'll check this out, you know, and everything comes back fine. And they get exhausted because they've gone to different specialists and they pretty much wore out their, their welcome in some, in some cases. Yeah. So I like it that I can, I can say, okay, well, bring me all your records. Mm-hmm. Go get everything. I'm going to look because I do have that knowledge of, of how we gather up those, that Western medicine. Um, and I can look at it, and, and a lot of times you have to dig deeper. You have to get deeper into the person, their soul, and find out what's going on in their life, you know. And and I take the time to do that. It's so important. It's just as important as 
their physical health care is their mental and emotional health care. And it's actually proven that mm-hmm. if that your mind can actually be so powerful and strong that you might inadvertently be causing an illness mm-hmm. and not aware of it. So I try to, to come alongside people that are suffering and have probably been suffering for a long time. Yep. And I try to kind of bring them back and, and just hold their hand through their journey however long it takes. And, you know, like I mentioned the elderly taking the 13 pills, well, it didn't, it, you know, it, it, they come in with the expectation there's a magic fix yep. and not a magic. Like I said, there's no pill for every ill. There's no magic fix here. We are going to have to, all the years that it took you to get to this state, it's going to take us some time to get through this and kind of unpeel the layers of this, mm-hmm. onion, this beast back. And let's find out what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And what I find, not to spin off into another direction, but what I'm really finding and is explaining to patients that what they're eating right now, it's as simple as that. And I, and I paint this picture for them. I say, listen, when you're eating foods that you think are good for you, they might not be good for you because you're a specific individual. And I kind of tell them, I say, think about your gut as if it were a set of locks. Okay. And they're all locked, right? And some of them, if open, lead to um, inflammation. If some of them, if open, lead to stronger bones, you know, cardioprotective things like that. Um, what you what you feed those locks matters then. So the food that you eat is the key that's going to somewhere get into your digestive system and it's either going to unlock the right door or the wrong door. So I try to, to take people and make sure that we're eating foods that are going to unlock all of those protective pathways for them. And it is true. It is scientifically proven. You have, you know, pathways all throughout your GI system that trigger diabetes, that trigger autoimmune, that trigger all of these chronic diseases, that if we could just focus on the basics, back to the fundamentals of healthcare, we could probably prevent these chronic diseases. For sure. Yeah. And uh, you probably, you might not know, but I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. When you're talking about the emotional part Mm -hmm. and here's the thing that I come from, there's so many people that, you know, I'm not big into diagnosis. And so with, because all these things, anxiety, depression, all these kinds of things that they're because of things that have happened to them that they've experienced and the modality that I use called EMDR is very quick and efficient at helping update the brain so that the brain recognizes, oh, this isn't happening anymore because it got stored dysfunctionally and then just releases it and, and then people, they can sleep, they don't feel stressed, all the physical, you know, the, the tightness in the chest and all these kinds of things gone. It's incredible. And yes, then that can also prevent or not lead to or improve all these other physical, sometimes chronic illnesses. Yeah. I, yeah. That's such a good point, Karen, because, yeah. you know, I think when, when we seek out a physician and, and someone like Karen, um, you know, unfortunately we've, you know, it, we're in a society that wants an easy fix, wants something to happen quickly. And, and, you know, Karen, good point is, you know, if it took you years to sort of develop whatever issue you're, you're dealing with, you have to have the patience to know that if you give it time, you can revert. So, you know, people just want to take care of, you know, the symptom and the pain, but not really get better. Um, 
and yeah, and, and the mind over matter thing is, you know, is huge. You, mm. You're right, Karen. You know, you, you hear all the time how people um, are, you know, it, you know, they call it a miracle and it's so unbelievable. But, you know, you can you are your biggest ally. Yeah. You know, that's true. And I and I actually tell patients all the time, you know, you're you're the only one that's going to be able to take care of you when you leave. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to give you all the tools to put in your toolkit. I'm going to give you my very best knowledge of the best of both worlds. Um, and if I don't know, I guarantee you I'll reach out and I'll find someone that perhaps might know um, before I misinform you. But then I, I tell them I'm, I'm encouraging you to take this information and go home with it and actually do it because that's where the progress is going to happen is if you actually take the information that we give you or perhaps a prescription. It may not have to be. It may be a supplement or a vitamin or a diet mm-hmm. plan. Um, and, and you go home and you do it. And nine out of 10 times, I'm having people come back and they're like, well, that really works, Karen. If you yeah. if, Imagine that. If you just throw your salt shaker away, my blood pressure comes down. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yes, pink Himalayan salt is exactly the same as all the other salt out there. It's all the same. It's sodium. It's going to be just a, a tip because I get that a lot. Yeah. It's all the same. So it all affects your blood pressure the same. Mm. That is a good tip. You know, one of the things you said um, earlier on in this segment is that you have this 16-page, what did you call intake it? Form. Intake form. You know, I love that. And I bet not everybody does. But if you really want to know about your health, it's so important to know what deodorant you're using. Um, you know, cause you know, part of the thing that I, you know, I always, I never really like to do is sort of, you know, know what I really do. So when you go into the doctor and say, okay, so put together a food journal. Well, golly, that means all of my secrets are coming out. (laughs) Actually realizing what we're doing that could potentially be harming us is scary because we don't think about it. We don't think about, you know, what deodorant we pull off of the shelf. Cause a lot of times you go in with a coupon. Mm-hmm. You know, but then there are people who, you know, are holistic and say, okay, so where, what doesn't have, I don't know, what's, what's some aluminum, what's, yeah, what are we supposed to be? The heavy metal is what we worry yeah. about. Yeah. So, you know, there are some people who are more, you know, there are some people who don't wear any deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I but, have very good natural deodorant suggestions for them. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's huge though. It's really, I love that you do that because you don't think about the creams that you use, that what you use to, you know the shower shampoos, you know, the soaps, because those aren't necessarily ingested. So we don't think of them as something that's going to impact, you know, what you can do for, for people. Yeah, but it does. And you know what, when I switch from regular, you know, toxic uh, deodorant to natural, it was probably six to eight months that I had like uh, hives and red swollen areas underneath my armpits because I guess my body was just detoxing. Detoxing, yeah. yeah. And, and somebody would have thought, oh, that's a horrible thing, and went back to the old deodorant that didn't oh, give no. them that, not realizing your body's really thanking you. It just doesn't look yeah. very good. Yeah, it <laughs> didn't feel very good, but you had to stick it out because Absolutely. I got to get this out of my body and for sure. Just kind of to, to wrap it around, when you talk about toxins and things that you're exposed to, um, not just the food that you eat or the deodorant that you apply, the environment uh, that you're in at work, perhaps mold or 
or you just living in Orlando smog, you know, whatever, whatever environment that you're in, you have to understand that your first line of defense is your skin. It's the largest organ of your body. It protects you from a lot of things, but you're going to absorb those things to a certain extent. So your job um, is to, to try to do as much as you can within your power to prevent, you know, the development of toxicities that's going to ultimately lead to inflammation and then progress. And the, you know, another, another organ, the second largest organ of the body is the liver and people don't give it much credit. The heart gets a lot of credit, you know, mm-hmm. they get a lot of it, but the liver, and I know there's more um, information coming about the liver now, but that is the second largest organ in your body. Mm-hmm. It's the only wow. one that is working for you. 24 hours, seven days a week to detoxify your whatever toxin you're exposed to, whether you can control it or whether you can't. So I always try to paint another picture. I think patients sometimes like pictures because Mm -hmm. it's easy for them to understand. And when you get too scientific, they don't. Is if you ever have a pool and you look out and you haven't cleaned your pool filter in a while, your pool's going to turn green. It's got a very sensitive chemical balance and it needs to have the, the right chemicals and properties and care and cleaning your filter out is one of those major things. So taking care of your liver is incredibly important. The, the liver stores vitamins and minerals. We make hormones there. It has a lot to do with our blood production, cholesterol. It's, it doesn't get enough credit, and it really needs to be kind of on the forefront. And that's another thing that I like to, to tell patients. We've got to clean your filter out. If we don't clean your filter out, it's not going to work for you as effectively as it should. So of course it's not going to help you bring your sugars down or or help you rid or lower your cholesterol levels. It's not going to help you if you don't take care of it. Wow. And when you take care of some of the most important things, avoid exposure, watch what you eat, you know, you can prevent some other things from happening. It's almost like a gear is turning. Yeah. And then the other gear is turning. Well, you want to make sure you got the right gears turning or you can have a a gear of walls that's just highly inflammatory and we're setting up all kinds of disease processes. Wow. Yeah, I kind of call it, use the analogy of a domino effect. I mean, one, yes. one goes and that knocks the next and the next and the next. And boy, once it goes, it, it's fast, right? Right. And how yes. long does it take you to set those dominoes back up? Yeah. Yeah. yeah for they, sure. After they get going. A very right. So. Yeah. Now you have to backtrack and. Hmm. So you got to put in the work too. Yes. And it's so rewarding. And that's the piece. If we can keep that at the forefront of our mind of why are we doing this? Why are we doing this thing that seems like punishment in the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, really, it's all about loving. Love your liver. Love your heart. Love your skin. Love your armpits. <laughs> Ooh, gee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we are going to have to take a short little break as we are talking about armpits and liver and all kinds of good stuff (laughs) and making the domino effect happen and reversing it or preventing it from happening in the first place is always my favorite thing is prevention. So we will be right back with Karen Kelly with more good stuff about integrative health, how to reverse and prevent all kinds of chronic illnesses.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. And we are back with Shift Happens. I am Karen Weary with my co-host, Jessica Durrell, and we are talking about integrative health with our amazing guest, Karen Kelly, who is an ARNP, and we love the fact that she is a nurse and in all in one person, in one visit, you are getting both Western medicine and holistic medicine and giving a lot more time to actually talk with rather than the little revolving door. You're in and out, yes, and, you know, gosh. quick in and out and you're booted out with Absolutely. medication. Here we you go. Know, it's funny you say that because I always feel like, you know, I'm waiting you know, and I know we have to wait for the doctors, but I always feel like I'm that patient that gets them back on track because I've been waiting for 30 minutes, but I have a five minute appointment. So I'm convinced that by the time I'm done, that doctor's back on track. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, one of the things we were talking about, you know, uh, during the commercial break is all the great information that that Karen Kelly has. And so of course I had a thousand things I wanted to, I wanted to talk about, but we don't have a thousand minutes to give to her. But so, you know, she did mention the environment, you know, we talked about, you know, health and, and I think everyone that, you know, listens to shift happens is sort of that healthy person gets that the environment maybe is not what it was when we were younger, 30 years ago. But, you know, Karen, you know, my question to you over the, on the break was, are you seeing or noticing a trend more toward um, people being allergic to things because, you know, you know, it's gluten isn't good. And, you know, you know, the non GMOs and the way things are processed. And, you know, so what are you seeing in that regard? So I am seeing quite a bit of, I would say allergies, they're more inflammatory. So a lot of like pediatric cases of eczema, or I could, there's, there's eczema, asthma, acne, all of these types of things that kind of fester in the skin. So they are allergies, but the, but the thing is, where are they coming from? Mm 
Mm-hmm. They may not be your typical gluten, dairy, eggs. And those are three things that I do try to tell people to avoid in the event that they can't afford the expensive testing that it does cost um, sometimes to find these things. Um, and and usually I can I can get them back. But yes, I, I do feel like there are some some allergies coming out or some sensitivities is what I like to call them because mm-hmm. they're not necessarily allergic to it. It's something they've probably been eating since they were a child. Um, and now it's progressed into, you know, inflammatory processes. And I do also recommend food allergy or food sensitivity testing. Mm-hmm. And that just simply means that your body, you've, you've eaten food for a certain period of time where you've unlocked a pathway, the keys that you were eating unlocked something that is now causing you to have an eczema rash or like an itchy rash all over the skin or even even wheezing is is something that we can attribute or even behavior, depression, kids with ADHD, we need to find out what they're sensitive to. Um, and I honestly, do, I don't get a lot of patients back when I run this test on them that they have a true allergy to gluten. I don't mm. get, I don't get that. And it's shocking because yeah. they do. So what my goal, I always tell them, I say, listen, you don't have to completely eliminate gluten, but you could avoid it. You know, there are some, you can just, maybe every other day have gluten or every fourth day is kind of what I say. I mean, that way you don't develop these sensitivities. So that's kind of the, the way that, that I like to kind of coach people. Uh, so it's really you, about, it's, I'm sorry. It's really <laughs> about variety, right? Variety, Changing things around all the time. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm a little bummed sure that, oh, I'm about sorry. that. No, I'm a little bummed about that because, so there's truth behind the, if you eat something every day, you might potentially build or have a, a an allergy to it, a sensitivity to it. That's true. <laughs> What's your thing, Jessica? I, I you know, peanut butter. Oh, uh, and, and I feel like I can't, I can't. I feel like sometimes you know I might be having, but it's not like a rash. It's sort of my belly, you know, and. So I don't know. So so then what I would say to you is don't eliminate peanut butter. I mean, there's just some things that people can't live without. Don't eliminate the peanut butter. Just eat it every fourth day and do that for about four to six months. (laughs) Um, And if you can, if you can do that, I'll bet you, you can introduce it back in. Yeah. Um, And and there's some food sensitivities that are so high that register high enough to where we say, just avoid it completely for, for six to 12 months. Are there Um, more, where the, are there popular, a sensitivity foods that you see more than others? Sugar, sugar cane. Sugar. Yes. Um, I do see a lot of sensitivity to sugar and sugar is a inflame and it's inflammatory, inflammatory, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, sugar feeds cancer, sugar feeds all the bad stuff. Sugar is absolutely no good for you. Mm. Um, and you can get sugar in other forms, fructose in your fruit. Um, that that's good, but in the end it's all sugar, mm. you know? So, oh. I caution people that I eat fruit all day long while you're also eating sugar. I don't want you to not eat your fruit, but let's incorporate some protein. Let's incorporate some more complex carbohydrates, some things that, you know, are going to work for your body, but sugar, that, that one and, and chicken eggs is pretty high on the list. Hmm. Chicken eggs. Yes. So what's the alternative? That's it. Other That's eggs. All there is <laughs> Are there cow eggs out there that I can eat? There's duck egg. There's there's all kinds of stuff that you can go to. Oh, 
Golly, golly, golly. So, so explain <laughs> the, let's, since we're on this sensitivity, what about, you know, we, we like to talk about organics because obviously, you know, the, the, if you're going to eat the go uh, as organic as you can, and we could have a deeper conversation about how organic is organic, but we're not going to go there today. <laughs> um, so let's talk about it. You know, I mean, okay. We're talking about eggs. What if they're organic? I mean, is it the same or I don't know. More of the a, a sensitivity in the gut that doesn't that that doesn't agree with the protein. It's not going to break. Okay, it so down. it's the protein in the okay. It's more I likely see. the source of the protein that it's coming from, or or perhaps whatever is in it does not. Your gut does not agree. It sets up infl- inflammatory processes versus mm-hmm. feeding you. You know. Gotcha. So that's one of the things that I do kind of try to eliminate from, from the diet when there's it and it's different types of reactions. So if it's a gut, a bloating issue, it's probably dairy. It's probably not egg. If it's a skin reaction, it could be egg. And if you've got both going on, then now we're going to look at gluten too. Okay. So it's, it's kind of a, a process of elimination, but then, you know, just to, what you you show sensitive for on your test, or maybe you don't show sensitive on these tests, but your body can eat it without having any bloating. Okay, well, that's, that's fine. Um, but we can see that you have inflammation that occurs when you mm-hmm. eat a certain food. So whether or not you're symptomatic right now, you will be in 10 years if you eat this every day. Mm. You know? So we just try to, to kind of present it that way. Um, it's not a, you can't have this anymore. Now, if you have a peanut allergy and your throat closes, that's a different story. You can't story. have that. <laughs> <laughs> then you can't have that anymore. You have immune responses that are mediated by different, you know, complex, a very complex system. And, and you have to know where they're, they're where that is coming from. Do you fix it? Do you recommend, uh, like, is there a particular kind of uh, diet that's anti-inflammatory, like certain foods? Yeah. They talked about the Mediterranean diet kind of thing. So I, this is, this is my thing. I, I try to tell people, um, you, you got to do a diet that's going to be something that you can do for the rest of your life. If you can't do the keto diet for the rest of your life, don't do it because that's not going to make a lifestyle change that's going to, to take you on and in, well into your adulthood and you know, as a healthy person. Um, and some people don't do keto right or the intermittent fasting. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not saying these are bad diets. I'm saying, is this something you can do for the rest of your life? Yeah. If you can't intermittently fast for the rest of your life, then it's, it's probably not a good lifestyle change. So yes, I do encourage the, the I, I put my personal plan, I put people on an anti-inflammatory diet. And what that basically means is we're going to reset your program for about 14 days. I'm going to take you and I'm going to eliminate sugar. If you eliminate caffeine, period, and it's got to go. This is just for 14 days. You're going to drink a lot of water, anything processed. If it wasn't grown from the earth, you know, or, or from the earth, if it was man-made, don't eat it. Um, and, and let's do that and completely cut out um, any type of refined carbohydrate. So yes, you're going to be um, hangry for the first 14 days. <laughs> but once we reset that program, now we're going to start adding in all the good stuff, but we're going to try to eliminate all the bad stuff. Coca-Cola. I, I'm, well, maybe, you know, that carbonated yeah. beverages, I, I should say. Um, 
even if they're diet, they're not good for you. If you can pour it on your car battery and dissolve the acid, think about what that's doing internally. Oh my God. Yeah. So diet, diet is even worse, isn't it? As well yeah. As the regular. yeah. Diet is even worse than the regular, yeah. isn't it? Because it's the fake sugars. That aspartame or whatever. That yeah. Label. Neurotoxins. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And, and, you know, you can't make huge changes. And I always tell people when I give them that list, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. And then you don't want to overwhelm them. So I say, okay, listen, if you can't do that in 14 days, that's fine. Pick something, just pick one thing in your life that you could just eliminate, pick one of the unhealthy habits and start with that first. And once you've conquered that, then we can move to the next. And then I always like to encourage people to, um, that you don't have to, to go and, and, go to the gym and sweat everything out. I mean, that's good. And it, it's got definitely healthy, positive effects to it. But if that's something that's overwhelming to you and you feel like that's keeping you from moving ahead in life and getting healthy, then just go outdoors and walk for 20 minutes. If you can get your heart rate a little bit above, you know, your resting heart rate to where you're a little out of breath, then you're getting health benefits from that. And that's a little bit more doable than, you know, ah, now I need a, mem- a gym membership and mm-hmm. now I've got to run on the treadmill for an hour. That It's just not possible for some people. So I try to set realistic goals that the, these patients are going to be able to follow for the rest of their life. I think that's so, so important because you're right, um, Karen, it does get overwhelming because we, you know, I think innately we know what we're supposed to be doing, but you know, hangry for 14 days. I mean, I started <laughs> listening to you. Oh, we'll eliminate this. And I started thinking, I think I want to do it. And then, and then I was like, I don't know if I can do it. So, you know, maybe I can do it for three days. I mean, is there any well, benefit to just sort of trying, absolutely. you know, to do it for a few days? Yeah. And I will say that it, it seems hard, but if you can do it for 14 days, and that's really about how long it takes to kind of cleanse the system, reset that feedback, because you're craving things, you know, the coffee plays a role into it. Alcohol, I forgot to mention that one. That's another. Oh, part. I was going to ask you about that. Tell, talk about that. <laughs> that one's off the table too. Just for 14 <sighs> days, 14 days, just, just clean, healthy, you know, from the earth, um, low carbohydrate. And then after that 14 days, you're going to start adding good foods back in and you're going to start to recognize that you don't crave those foods anymore. You don't, you don't reach for the pasta, the bread, the, the sugary things, your body won't crave it anymore. Hmm. And another thing that I tell people is it's all about mind over matter. If you can tell yourself that food while it is yummy and it tastes good and we can enjoy it, it's also for survival. Food is, is for you to nourish your body and to live off of. It's not to indulge. And although it is fun too, and we all have the right and, and should have the freedoms to do so, you also have to do so in moderation as you do anything else. Yeah. And that's one of the things that, um, because there are a lot of other things that attach to food and why we're eating. And that's one of the things that I target with the work that I do. The emotion that, behind yes, it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yep. the, the things that, that are connected. So, which is extremely powerful and can then help that process. So setting people up for success is huge. Mm-hmm. Now, Kelly, where can we find you? So I am in Lake Mary, Florida. I am at Whole Family Healthcare. My office address is 156 North 4th Street, Lake Mary. Um, I don't have my phone number. I don't have it memorized just yet. But I can How about an email or some social? Um, 
You know, we're actually going to have that on. Com. I don't, I don't know the, the Facebook account by heart. Okay. Um, That's okay. You can find us at wholefamilyhealthcare.com. Perfect. We do also have a natural pharmacy there too. So um, anything that you perhaps, if you would like to get a natural supplement that you know is not full of toxins and dyes and other chemicals that you might not know are in your current supplements, you can find them on our website. Excellent. Yeah. Perfect. And we will have all that posted on our Shift Happens Facebook Mm -hmm. page so that you have it right there available and handy to get. So I am Karen Weary signing off. You can find me at www.insightscounselingcenter.com. And Jessica, where can we find you? You, best place to get me is just to email me, jessicadurl, the number one, at gmail.com. Reach out to me. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about, you know, getting you healthy from the inside out and energizing you. And, and let's all live a really great life share the information with each other. That's what our platform is about, you know, making sure everyone knows all of the options that are available uh, to us these days, you know, yeah. you don't have to go far. Yeah. And you know what, if, when you uh, listen to us, you can scroll down to the bottom right corner and it, there's a green button that says, keep me in the loop. That's the same as subscribing. So you will want to do a, go ahead and hit that little green button so that you never miss an episode and make sure that you share like Jessica said, and we love, love, love to hear from you on our Shift Happens Facebook page. Let's hear what your takeaways are, what your goal nuggets were that you uh, got from this. And uh, beyond that, take maybe one or two things and incorporate it in your life and see what it does for you. Set yourself up for success. Make one little change because when you do that, you are making shift happen from the inside and out. And you know what I always say, the world needs your special, unique talents. So go out there and shine your beautiful light. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.